You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Salem Tire presents Dave's Corner Garage. Salem, with you through every turn. The following is a paid program. Warning, the views expressed come from men who've spent half their lives in grease-stained overalls inhaling hazardous fluids. Before taking any advice, consider the source. This program will contain humor of a questionable nature. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, you're far distance away from me, so uh, give me a yeehaw. All right. <laughs> well, I'm still I'm still wiping the microphone oh, here. Geez, hey, stop seriously. it, Ray. Stop it. Stop it. Your uh, your uh, connection there. So Is that to speak. me? Yeah, you're you're crackling up. So you've got, it must be the Purell in your uh, your hands. Uh, well, they, we've been told to wash and, and yeah, which listen. which you do anyways, don't you? Yeah. Listen, we hope everybody is uh, obviously safe. And uh, not too panicked out, uh, because it's, there's a lot going on. And before we start the show, we want to thank everybody here at the radio station for going uh, above and beyond, getting everybody safe, and uh, the studio's good. Uh, unfortunately, our camera's not working, so you can't see our disgusting faces on uh, Facebook Live. But we've got a great show lined up for you. So, Al, because yes. Dave's, uh, you know, sunning in Florida right now, where he's convinced... <laughs> that he won't have to self-quarantine when he comes back. I, I think he did it purposely because that way he can have an excuse for taking an extra two weeks. You see, you know, when he gets back, true. you know, I, I was going to come back and start next week, but uh... it's true. You know, he let's just look at the, the timeline here. He leaves a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Everything's good. Yes. He gets down there. Everything's canceled. I told him this today. He's oh no, we're fine. We're self-quarantined here in Florida. Good luck when you get back. So enough of this. Uh, stay with us for the entire hour. We've got a great show. And as always, for the full hour, you're, uh, you're more than welcome to call in. We've got some great guests online. Yep. Yeah, Good. we've got uh, Trevor Hutchinson, who's going to be calling in from Crown, talking about everything there is to know about the uh, wonderful world of rust protection and why you should get it, no matter what kind of car you got, new, old, lease, purchased. Yep. Got, it's a great product to get. And as a matter of fact, uh, he usually can, can be convinced to give us a bit of a discount, eh? Well, there's going there to be a surprise a throughout the hour, so we'll uh, we'll stay with that. All right, and we've got uh, Rob calling in from the Highway 11 Cruisers, and we're going to talk about a Motorama. Yeah. That show is on, going on as we speak. Yeah, it goes on for the the entire weekend, and uh, they're open. It's quiet, but uh, you get to walk around look at some great cars. Yeah, they some got Harleys. some great models. Yeah. Some with wheels, some with big bikinis. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I'm not going there, but we were kicking around some things in the uh, in the green room, and mm-hmm. we put it on our on our Facebook page. So we want to encourage your calls about uh, you know you getting ready for spring because it's just around the corner. What can you do for uh, to get your car ready for that? Al's here for that, and um, along the side of that, with with what's going on with COVID nineteen, we want to know a couple things about what you're doing to keep yourself safe for uh, in your car while you're driving. Things like uh, do you wipe down the steering wheel? Do you, you mean like regularly or just this week? Regularly, 
I, 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 you know, I'm absolutely convinced that that people really don't spend a whole lot of time cleaning their cars. I mean, you have people that do, yeah, but you have a whole lot of folks that don't. The other thing was, do you wear gloves when you go fill up at the gas station? Because those pumps are like everybody's on it, right? Right. So right. one thing, that's another one, and. <laughs> <laughs> this one you laugh because it isn't really funny. I think there's a loogie on the handle. Do here. you open your get it off there? <laughs> Do you open your car door differently after you've been at a car wash? Because those guys are always so proficient when they do the car washes. Hey, your car's ready, buddy. <laughs> you want to open up the door? <laughs> and do you want them empties in the back? Because otherwise I'm taking them over to the store, at, to, the, to the in and How out store, right? everybody you talk about with an accent? It's either mob or he's, he's you, on the East you Coast. St- you're the guy who started. Said, the guy says, hey, come on, get your car. It's ready, okay? All right, we're quarreling, so we're married Where, again. Where's my tip, okay? We, tip with a P. Okay, so listen, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got lots of stuff about Motorama, Crown, some new giveaways going to be happening with that, and what you can do to get your car ready for spring and also what you're doing in this terrible thing called COVID-19 to keep you and your car safe while you're driving around. So let her rip. Phone lines are open. We want your calls and we'll be back right after this. Al, don't take us out. Okay, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage, and we are, you can carry us on the internet as well, because we have people from uh, Scotland listening this morning. Oh, yeah? Which is over there in the afternoon. Oh, hang on. What time is it? Oh, it's uh, their afternoon. See, okay. they, don't, they don't move their clocks forward in Scotland right. until the 26th. So when I was talking to my brother-in-law yesterday, outside uh, Glasgow, mm-hmm. uh, he says, that means I got another hour to go to the pub. I said, you should be keeping your distance. He went, nah, having a pint. Boom. Okay. What is alcohol in it? Yeah, of course. Doesn't that kill the bugs? Well, you can wash your hands with or it. Just gargle. Just drink. It's All right. beautiful. All right. The sixth annual Motorama Custom Car Show is uh, on this weekend, as a matter of fact. And we're lucky enough to have Rob Hawkins. He's from the Highway 11 Cruisers. How are you, Rob? Not bad yourself. Very good. So uh, are you... You don't, have do you, have a, you don't have to yell. It's radio. He's right here. Well, there may be a lot of noise in the background. Oh, yeah. There. Yeah. Rob, so uh, you're a car enthusiast yourself, obviously. What kind of car do you have? So between me and my father, we have a few, but here at the show, we have our 1952 Ford F1 pickup truck. Uh-huh. 1920s Weaver auto crane in the back of it. Oh, so it's a, it's a tow truck is what it is then? It looks like a tow truck, yeah. As a matter of fact, I was watching uh, the Pickers, the American Pickers yesterday, and, and the guy was so excited. They had a 32 Ford Cabriolet. Can you? I, would you know, Rob, offhand, what would if if that was a nice condition, what would that be worth? Any idea? I have no idea. Like I said, I'm not a type of guy that rebuilds the car. We buy them ready to go so we can enjoy them right away. So uh, you've been there for a couple for a couple of days, I guess, sitting up and watching people sit up at Motorama out of the International Center. Uh, what are a couple things that people could see that may attract their eyes when they get in? Because there's plenty of room to walk around in. Well, there's loads of beautiful vehicles here. They have, the, of course, the Hall of Champions up front. In the back, they do have a tuner section, so it is meant for uh, the more modern uh, cars. They have the Mayhem section, which is more of a rockabilly theme. There's going to be a pinup contest at noon, where a pinup girl competition where one of our members is actually going to be participating. A pinup so contest? Yeah, a pinup girl contest. Okay. That'll go over well with Al. <laughs> Al's got to be here a little bit later, so you won't be there for that one. And... Um, what in particular are the Highway 11 cruisers getting ready for as spring approaches this in about a week and a half? 
Well, so spring, we do have our weekly cruise night. We run it from April 29th until October 27th, mm-hmm. every Tuesday night, uh, weather dependent, at the Harvey's in Newmarket, which is on Young Street, just north of Davis Drive, in front of the Home Depot. September 20th is going to be our big show again this year at the Gormley Go Train Station, which gets about 1,000 to 2,000 hot rods in support of Big Brothers Big Sisters, presented by the New Rose Automotive Group. Mm-hmm. And then we have two outstanding dates. We're just confirming our burnout competition information which we do every year as well as our father's day show location for this year so if people want to get more information about the highway 11 cruises have you guys got a website we do have a website it's highway11cruisers.ca but the most up-to-date information is our facebook page it actually has a picture of every single vehicle here at the show we uh, went around yesterday and took a picture of everyone and then from the past few years it's something we do we take a picture of every car at the show and share it with everybody so if they can't make it down they can always have an online car show. So where exactly is the Motorama show taking place for those who are listening We're right here now? at the International Center, which is just north of the 409 on Airport Road. And it runs today until 8 and tomorrow until 5. Great. Listen, have a great time. Free uh, parking. Free parking. Free parking. And what? if your car won't start, uh, Rob here has a tow truck, so he could tow you back. Right. And you can wash your hands oh, together. Something like that. There's <laughs> lots of Purell around this place. All right. <laughs> Take care. Have a good weekend, buddy. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. All right. Well. You know, speaking of Purell, and like it's everybody knows what's going on, right? Um, <laughs> a buddy of mine went online yesterday mm-hmm. and he bought a six pack of those little mini Purells. Right. Paid $70 for them. Because? Because he's an idiot. That's crazy. <laughs> I said, Did you get any food in the house? No, but we got wine. Anyway, let's take a call right now. All right. You know, we got James on the line. He's got a relatively new car, but apparently there's an issue with it. James, what can we do for you? Oh, hello. Uh, I just bought a 2018 car. So you bought a used car then? Well, it's a new car. Okay. Okay. It's been sitting in an underground garage for a year, and I just wondered about the battery and the fluids, if they would have broken down. Mm-hmm. Well, or, you know, like I want to make sure that if the fluids broke down that they would be replaced. What do you think about that? Well, have, have you you've already taken possession of the car? Uh, no. You haven't. Okay. They just took it out of the underground garage uh, yesterday. All right. So it did start. They somehow got it going. Because I would have normally thought that it, it, the battery actually would have gone dead due to the parasitic draw. So, in other words, in fact, we had a, a customer in yesterday where the car had sat basically for six months and he couldn't understand why the battery was dead. But that's what happens. Um, normally, you know, you can't yeah. leave a car sit for more than a month before the battery goes down. So um, it can be recharged, though, provided the battery didn't freeze. There's no reason why it can't be put on a trickle charger and brought back to life, okay? Um, Due to the fact that the vehicle's been sitting for that length of time, I guess my biggest concern would maybe be engine oil. So what I would suggest is that once you've got it back on the road and you've driven it for a week or two, maybe go in and get an oil change. But as far as the other fluids, I don't think there'd be an issue at all. Nicely done. Listen, have fun with your car. And we had that with, uh, because we're in a condo, so... My lady doesn't use her car that often. Right. And it's a new battery. Oh, right, right, right. When right. you called me and said, oh, my car won't go. I don't talk like a no-fee. <laughs> anyway, it, it worked. Guys, if you have any problems like that with the, with weather changing over, just uh, give CAA a call. They get great service. They'll be there in, in a heartbeat. The guy was there. He got your car going. Boom. And it cost you nothing. Zero. Plus, they ping your phone when they're getting close. So it's CAA.com. It's or CAA. You can't beat it. We have uh, lots of calls to get to. Uh, so we were invited into uh, speak English. Well, I'm there. I can't do it today. <laughs> but uh, what are you doing to keep safe when your car, 
with COVID-19 going on or any other problems you got with your car. We're wide open. This is Dave's Corner Garage till the top of the hour. We'll have Trevor on from Crown with how to get your car ready for the spring soon. So do not go away. Wash your hands. We're going to do it right now during the break and gargle some water. At least we say it's water. <laughs> we'll be right back. Okay. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Dave's Corner Garage is where you are, and we hope you're safe wherever you are. And if you're driving around, uh, you know, just be careful. And just if you're going to the grocery store, it's just yeah, everybody just chill out a bit. I mean, it's crazy. You really have to. Oh, okay. And then, and, and, you know, you were talking before the break about car washes, okay? Which is a good idea for people to get the exterior of the car washed, of course. But the interiors are where the the bugs and everything are. And with some of the, you like the, we're lucky enough to have a fairly new car. The big screen that you have for your mapping, everything like that, that yeah, yeah, gets yeah. really dusty. So my lady takes one of these Greenworks wipes out uh-huh. and she smears it and cleans it up. Mm-hmm. I said, it looks great. It smells great. Get in this morning, I could barely see the screen because it's all smeared. Oh. But you're right. There is so much dust. Mm-hmm. In your car, you really need to keep that. And you see that, people come in the garage. Yes, I'm in the car repair business, eh? So people uh, come in and they go, okay, I'm having a tough time breathing. Like, how often do people get the interior filter changed in their car? Well, a lot of people don't realize that there is an interior filter, which they call a cabin filter or the pollen filter. Um, and 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 this is important for all of you people who don't throw away your Timmy's or McDonald's coffee cups and they're collecting on the floor with the plastic bottles. Um, we have to get into that area. In other words, the mechanic has to open the passenger door. Hopefully, the junk doesn't fall out all over to his bay. But there's a lot of crap inside those things. Uh, it, yeah, but you got to get to it. Okay, yeah. so this is a uh, this is a request from. Al, as an automotive tech, to say, when you're bringing your car in and you want us to work on it, maybe clean it out. You know, get rid of the debris. You don't have to disinfect it necessarily. No, but when you pulled mine out, so to speak, uh, the uh, the cabin filter, I, that hadn't been done in like two years. Right. And it's like changing a filter in your furnace. The amount of dust in there, so that's that's an important thing. <laughs> well, it's an easy sell too, you know. As you've pulled it out, and you, yeah, you show it to the customer to say, "Check this out. This is what you could have been breathing." Yeah, and and this is the junk that was that collected there. Okay, Ooh, we got anybody good? Crown us. Okay, who are we gonna go to? Are we gonna go to? Okay, are we finished talking about uh, pollen yeah, filters? Sure, that's good. It's boring enough. The garden show just finished. <laughs> yeah, we've had plants growing in those filters too. Yes, we have. All right, we're going to go to Midland because Martha's when she's called in and she's waiting for us. Martha, how are you today? Well, I'm absolutely perfect. How are you? Excellent. What can we do for you? What's your question, dear? Okay, I have an issue with people who have somehow disconnected or turned off their daytime running lights. And you can't see them in a whole line of cars. Is that possible? Because I've had my husband says they can't do it, but I see it all the time. I think in a lot of cases, what you're seeing is people who have burnt out headlights and, and aren't necessarily aware of it. Okay. Um, because in most cases, you see your, your daytime running lights are actually your high beam lights that are working at a lower uh, level. In other words, there's a resistor in there, they're getting less voltage to bring the, the, the power down, to bring the illumination down. So it does happen that people don't realize that they're not working, okay? I think the bigger issue that I have is that people don't, in fact, have them set. They think they're on auto, and they're not, and you see them in the, in the, at, at night where they do have white lights on, but they have nothing in the back because, because the headlights aren't actually on. Yeah. 
Like, and if you got a newer car, Martha, I'm sure when you're driving it, you know how the dash is really bright, right? Yes. And a no, lot of. No, I, I agree with you because you, you, ones that have their lights on in front, but they're not on the back, you can't see them either. Exactly. They're like ghost cars. You can't even see that they're there. So I, I, I don't know that it's a case of people having shut them off. I think it's just a case of people not knowing how their headlights work and not having them checked. So again, it's probably just a case of their high beams being burned out um, because when they switch their normal headlights on, you see later on that when dusk gets dark, then they actually have two headlights, so they don't realize there's something wrong. So, so it's not a case right. of people disconnecting them. I think they just got some problems with their car they haven't attended to. Thank you, Martha, my dear. Have okay, a- I just, there's a reason for this. Okay, yes. I have a friend who is my age, and we're not young, who stepped out in front of a car because she couldn't see him coming and was hit. Ooh, that's, well, that's terrible. Um, Seriously hit. Okay. So anyway. Yeah, well, that's, we're sorry to hear that, but uh, we appreciate the call, and uh, I hope your friend gets better pretty quickly. Actually, one of the other issues we do see with cars, too, as they get older, Steve, is that the they have plastic covers over the lights, and it, it, they're not necessarily ones that you can replace, Yeah, and they do get crazed over. You see them turning yellow, and, and you can't, the, the headlight can't penetrate that yellow fog that's in front that. of them. I have a, a Dave, cure? Dave told me this. A cure. It works. Okay. Toothpaste on the on the headlight. It gets rid of that yellow stuff. Uh, Pepsodin? Uh, no, I use the Colgate Sensodyne. But it works, <laughs> honest to God. And, and and they're less sensitive, too. Speaking of taking care of your body of your car, uh, Crown Rust Proofing. It's the time of the year to do all that kind of stuff. And we're going to be talking with the Crown Prince himself, Trevor Hutchison from Crown, right after this. And your calls, which are lining up, so please be patient. We will get to you. This is Dave's Corner Garage with Al Gelman, Dave down there in Florida, we won't talk about that because he's self-containing himself inside a lamp glass. <laughs> did, did you, does he got the, the, the sunscreen on? I hope not. <laughs> we'll be back in a bit. Stay with us. Thanks. Very soon, people will be doing Every Little Breeze Seems to Whisper. Louise? Because spring is coming. What movie was that from? It was from the, the Pink Panther. What's <laughs> uh, in your general direction? <laughs> okay, it is getting ready for... Uh, this is the best time to start getting your car ready. Uh, get it rust-proof because all that junk from the winter that we really are almost done mm-hmm. is coming out. And what better person to tell you more about it than the crown prince himself, Trevor Hutchison. Trevor, how are you today? Good morning, Stephen. Things are good. Good. Everybody's healthy at home? Everybody is healthy at home. Good. We are not self-quarantined yet, but uh, we're doing okay. All right. I'm going to turn it over to Al because he's throwing stuff at me. No, well, we were well, talking before, actually, to prepare for this segment. Of course. We, we do have homework. We do get ready. You do nothing. Well, uh, Trevor, you guys are involved in the disinfecting, I understand, of vehicles. Yeah. One of the things that, that obviously is on people's mind with the uh, COVID-19 is uh everything they've heard about the importance of, you know, washing our hands mm-hmm. and remaining clean and sanitizing. And so one of the things we as a company has been doing has been working with transit systems across North America. Now, this is normally to to spray their vehicles to prevent them from rusting, right? Uh, well, normally that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Yes. But we also on, on another part of our business is our, we have a cleaning product side where we do bus wash and interior clean. Okay. But, but of course, uh, the interior buses now disinfecting them is a huge part of this. And so uh, a common misconception is that people think, well, you know, I could take something like a Lysol and, 
spray it on a surface and it's clean. That doesn't work? Um, well, it, it, it's not the whole story. Okay. You, ne- you need to clean hard surfaces first before you disinfect them. So if there's pizza sauce on the door handle, you got to clean that off first. Right. Well, you think about it, if you have if you have some kind of dirt or grime, imagine you get onto a city bus mm-hmm. and you're going to grab one of the handles because the bus is, is packed. Right. Right. So just spraying a, a, a solution on top of the dirt that's there uh, may provide a little bit of benefit, but it's not really cleaning. Right. So it's uh, the underlining the- grime that, that really is harboring the germs. That's right. And so if you take this to people's cars, so one of the things that we've been getting uh, not just a lot of questions. I would say it's probably been the majority of questions from from our customers is what can I do with my own cars? And so what we're recommending to people is when they go through it is to look at the steering wheel, uh, door handles and that, and to to use a good cleaner to clean them. And then you could take, uh, say, an antibacterial wipe or a wipe that has, see, there's a difference between sanitizing and disinfecting. They're not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we're being encouraged by the government to do is to actually disinfect something that will kill the bacteria. And a disinfectant normally stays on a surface for a period of hours. And that's what kind of provides the protection for us. So in other words, don't just put don't put lipstick on the pig because it, you know. Yeah. Oh, Joe, are you gonna go there? With- I, I was thinking. I was thinking about Uncle Joe moving kind of slow at the junction. Lipstick you know, Uncle on a pig petticoat you're, junction. You're Come a on, sick mother. Well, that's what he's talking about. You gotta, you gotta prep it. You know, you gotta make sure it's nice and clean. There's no use just spraying something on there. Okay. Well, well, you you imagine it, it, in our hands. You know, we talks about washing hands. But you imagine if your hands were were greasy or something. So you decide, I'm just gonna put hand sanitizer on them and then pick up a sandwich and eat it. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't do that. It's the exact same with the hard surfaces uh, in our vehicles. You haven't seen Al eat at the garage, have you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trevor, we actually have a crown uh, questionnaire on the phone. Why are you yelling? It's radio. People can hear you. Okay, You're well, I, I didn't home. know. Trevor's far away. Um, <laughs> large distance. All right, we've got Bob on the phone. He's from Mississauga, the exact opposite end of town. Bob, how are you doing today? Not bad, Dave. I've been listening to you since you were on Midnight Shift with me. Okay, so what's your, what's your question for Trevor from Crown, okay, Bob? I've been, I've been using Crown since 2004. I go to Lisa on weight Oh, yes. Yep. And the problem is I get it done this early in the spring. It's still cold. It takes a long time to drip off. Right. So, you know, i got to wipe the car down so I don't get one to my wife's coat dirty. Because, mm-hmm. you know, what happens after 50 years of marriage, you know, they don't forget it. So, so what, what's your question? No, I mean, when can we get done when it uh, runs off properly? I don't have to have the white mm-hmm. on all the time myself. Well, w- what happens with our product? Because our, our product is a liquid, and it is uh, heat-activated. We actually heat the product when we apply it. Uh, but when when the the metal is cold, the product will not creep as much post-application. So you won't see nearly as much dripping, which... In most cases, consumers don't want to see. Um, but what happens is when we get into the spring of the year, once it gets above, you know, probably about 15 degrees Celsius, Please. you'll actually see some of the products start seeping out around the uh, spot welds at the bottom of the door and the seams. Right. Um, it, obviously, it, it's going to creep more in the summer when it's warmer and less when it's, when it's cooler. But I, I would suggest to you, Bob, um, that 
the application that, that you're getting there at the time of year, if you're going in the March, April time of year, is really a good time of year to go. Question two, you, um, you know, let's say I've had it done and now it's July and it's dripped on my driveway. You guys actually have a cleaner for that, correct? Yeah. So there, there's a couple ways you can clean it. So we, we, we have a couple of degreasers that work very well. Uh, but we tell people, especially first-time customers when mm-hmm. they come in, uh, for instance, if you have an interlocking driveway right. that's not sealed, uh, so there, there's a couple things you can do. One is if you're able to park on the street, uh, we'd encourage you to park on the street for a day or two. If not, and I would encourage you to put down a little bit of cardboard or paper underneath it, because interlock is so porous right. that it'll absorb the oil. It's not that the oil can't come out of it. But interlock is, is a really tough one. If you have, if you have asphalt, uh, asphalt contains oils in it. Mm-hmm. So the, the crown product won't do anything to harm that. Uh, but if you have concrete, sometimes ones can get stains on the concrete that they're not happy with. So uh, if you're looking for a home remedy, so to speak, to remove it, one of the things you can do is take, uh, take a powdered uh, laundry detergent, mm-hmm. mix it with hot water, uh, and leave it on there. Uh, I would leave it on for a few minutes and then rinse it off, and that'll actually help to draw the oil out of it. Now we were talking about dirt and grime and whatnot. Um, you know, when people come in to the to the Crown Station at this point or Crown Center, um, there's going to be a lot of crowd there. Now, you guys do actually do a cleaning of the bottom of the vehicle beforehand, correct? Yeah, at this time of year, we absolutely do. Uh, we do usually a desalting application first Mm -hmm. and then we'll we'll spray it with crown it's a little different if you're in a city like if you're in the 416 your vehicle underneath tends to not be nearly as dirty as a vehicle that's out in say guelph or up in arthur um why is that uh there's a lot of junk on the road where you been (laughs) he lives in the city he doesn't know (laughs) yeah that's 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 probably true, but it, it, it does make a big difference, uh-huh. right? It, um, but at the same time, as good as our product is, if the surface isn't, isn't reasonably clean, we can't get the product where it needs, and then we can't protect the vehicle. So, um, you know, if we have to clean it, it absolutely gets clean. We have uh, Trevor Hutchinson on from Crown, and uh, he's going to be with us for another oh, about 15 minutes. And if you've got any questions about why you should... Get your car rust-proof. This is a great time to call in. Oh, you look perplexed. What's wrong? Hang on. Trevor, you should see his face right now. Well, Betty called in, and I. Betty called. You know, she had a question for us, and Betty somehow lost her. So I Betty, think Betty's question was, do you have any promotions that are coming up right now? Yeah, we, we have a, a couple of promotions that are going on. Now, one of them relates to uh, coming in when you get your vehicle sprayed to getting a salt eliminator is included with it. Normally, it's uh, it's between thirty and forty dollars on the application, but that'll be included nice. uh, okay. in our crown application. Uh, we also have a movie ticket promotion. Although, depending on uh, how things go with this virus and people wanting to go to movies, uh, we may ad- adapt that or be able to extend when the movie tickets can be used. But that's generally one of our most popular promotions throughout the year. Actually, we were talking about the interior of the car too. You know, as far as you know, bacteria, of course, and dirt. Um, especially in the wintertime, though, we that we do get that salt buildup in the carpets and, and, and a lot of in the actual, you know, fabric of the car. You sell that salt eliminator as a, a separate product in the store, do you not? That's correct. Yeah, we sell it in aerosol form. 
Uh, and it's great. Like we use it a lot for desalting carpets or, you know, even if you have, mm-hmm. like I've got uh, a really nice molded um, floor mat in my car, but even on the sides, when I get in right by where my kick plate is on the rocker panel, you'll always get salt and, and water that sits in there. Oh yeah. Because uh, so it, it's, yeah, to remove that. Yeah, because it just, you know, you see these big salt crystals and you think they're going to come off easy, but for some reason they're impenetrable, you know? That's why you need this chemical to do it. But uh, Captain mu- Crown comes into the rescue. <laughs> how much is the can to buy in the store? Uh, $12.95. And, uh, and you probably last for about four years at this point, oh, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. When somebody gets an aerosol can of our product to use at home, mm-hmm. uh, it's not uncommon that they'll have it for two years. Yeah, you can't really take one of those Greenworks wipes and start scrubbing off the carpet because that's not going to work. As you said, no, the, the key, the, the there's a difference thing. When you were talking before, which I found was, was pretty cool, is that the, there is a difference between sanitizing and disinfecting. Correct. See? That, that, that is a huge part yeah. of it, and I think it's probably the most misunderstood word and i think that's what like the the cdc in both uh canada and the u.s is trying to get across like you know they they talk about the importance of why washing hands is so important even more important than using a hand sanitizer is because sanitizing doesn't mean it's disinfected it and that's that's a that's a key difference uh to disinfect something basically the chemicals that are in disinfectants are, are very heavily alcohol based um, because it'll actually kill kill bacteria. Yeah, that's cool. It's interesting because you need to do that. I mean, I was uh, you know washing. Everybody's washing their hands way more than they used to. So I'm this morning getting up, have a cup of coffee, and I'm washing my hands in the ensuite of our place. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wedding ring, which is really tough to get off when I try to, slips off and goes this like a quarter of an inch from going down the drain. Ew. Yeah. So you got to be really careful when you're washing your hands to get underneath your rings, underneath your fingernails, and especially with got you guys working in a garage and all the guys at Crown, they're spending more and more time making sure that they're clean so everybody else is safe. Well, remember you said to me, Steve, make sure you bring gloves down, eh? Yeah. Because I didn't say, hey, you do that. A lot of our techs do wear gloves now because, you know, the chemicals are really tough on your skin. Is yeah. that why you use creams too? I, I do, I do. I have, uh, I have a moisturizer here to uh, <laughs> to rejuvenate the, the skin of my hands. <laughs> Trevor, stay with us. Uh, oh. We're going to take your questions throughout the hour, and um, before the hour is out, before we let Trevor go, we're going to give you. He's going to give you a little little surprise. And we got Ron hanging on the line. He's got something real good to say about Crown too. Okay, did you pay him? No, I didn't. Okay, <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. Someone off the rails, which is normal. Stay with us. Yes, indeed. We are back. And uh, thanks for staying with us. And all the calls we will get to in a second. That's your it's wire. Not, no, it's, no, 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 no. Play Wig- with your wire. Wiggle your wire. You'll see. It makes noise. No. Now you wiggle your wire. Okay. I will. And here. You, 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 okay. See, nothing's happening. All right. Let's not fight. It's I get a that ghost. Out. I get that There's a ghost in the room. <laughs> all right. Trevor is with us back on the air with uh, with Crown. And we've got uh, a call to come in. Uh, we got somebody there? We got Ron in Guelph who wants to talk about... How he loves uh, Crown Rust Protection. Go How ahead, are buddy. you, Ron? Ron, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Ron. It's not. We're well, not talking across the ocean. Just call us. What? Well, I'm in, I'm in Guelph. I'm parked in a Tim Hortons parking lot. But uh, you know what? I'm not paid by Crown, but I probably should be for all the endorsements I give. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ron. 
No, I've, uh, you know what, I started with um, um, Crown, I guess, was the first new car I bought. It was a 97 Intrepid, and unfortunately, the car sitting at home. I had this conversation a few years ago. The transmission controller went out, which was no fault of uh, Crown, but my neighbor says, Ron, look at this car. It's incredible condition for a 97. And I said, well, you know what? The body is great. I got to get a transmission controller. My 2005 truck, it's the same thing. It's an 05 Dodge Ram truck. The thing looks like it's brand new. Uh, it's crowned every year, even though it doesn't get driven that much in the winter. But I've got a question about my 99 Dodge Neon RT. We can't wait. Go ahead. It's a collector vehicle, but I have done body work on it. Uh, we have fixed uh, some some work that needed to be done on it. Is it worth still rust proofing it year by year, even though I, I get some uh, some stuff work done on it? Um, it? It would be worth doing it after you get the work done on it, for sure. Because uh, it sounds like it's a vehicle that you're going to keep. Uh, well, so I, I, I would definitely suggest that if you're going to keep the vehicle. But not, but I wouldn't spray it until you've got the work done on it. Well, I do. I, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm a, I, uh, a member of CAA as well. So uh, I wait until I guess the there's a, you guys every June and June. Whatnot. You got it. It's a great time. So I spray all of my vehicles in uh, in June when the when uh, the price is is better. Yeah. You know? I I was gonna say that that is our best promotion we have all year is for CAA members because you'll receive a minimum of $25 off our regular retail price uh, or more uh, if you wait till till June, July. Trevor, a question that may, in fact, uh, benefit Ron and any other people out there who are hobbyists, you know, who, who work on their vehicle. Um, obviously, they're going to have to be panel banging or put new pieces on. You can buy Crown um, in aerosol cans as well, correct? You can. Yep, it's really good good for home use. Uh, we've actually put a new nozzle on top of our aerosol cans, which makes it uh, a lot easier to to apply for people. Mm-hmm. But it, it's amazing. Like we we sell uh, upwards of seven hundred and fifty thousand aerosols a year. Oh wow, that's a um, lot. And so you know, a lot of them are sold to fleet operators who use them for electrical applications. Uh, but also, the the public purchases a good number of those. Uh, that they can use at home to spray on a, a lawnmower or snowblower, garage door. My, my buddy at the lake sprays that stuff on everything. You know, seriously, you know, especially so many of the, the, the things that he has are seasonal, you know, whether they're the his riding mower or, or the, the, the boat itself or, you know, again, in the snowmobile. So, you know, before you park it, spray it. You know, that way, if it's covered, it's not going to rust. Trevor, you, yeah. may, you may chuckle a little bit at this because... It's just we know who you are. Um, it's uh, when I take my golf clubs out in storage from the winter time. I'll spray that stuff on my clubs. How many strokes does it take off your game? None. <laughs> but I and feel a hell of a lot better. On, yeah, don't spray it on the grips. You'll be fine, Steve. No, because it just goes, <laughs> and I've done that before. Uh, listen, we want to thank you uh, for joining us. I know we were going to have you in studio, but we want to take precautions for that. Yeah. And I uh, hope your mom and dad are great. And um, we'll have you back in, in another another month, okay? So people want to find their local, uh, their closest Crown uh, outfit. Well, how do they do that? Uh, they can reach us at uh, crown.com, mm-hmm. and you can get all of our location information, uh, upcoming promotions and specials, and 
as well as some really good car maintenance tips for the spring. Great. Listen, have a good weekend. Make sure if you are going shopping with your your better half, uh, elbow pads on, helmet, and you're good. <laughs> Thanks very much, gentlemen. Okay, have a safe good. weekend, everybody. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's just an unusual time, to say the least, right. in the world. I mean, since... Uh, I guess it's Wednesday. It's been a tsunami of all the different news that's coming out. So mm-hmm. everybody's been good. I mean, this lines up. You just got to be patient. Life goes and, on. Yeah. I mean, to stock up for like three weeks, get, the deliveries of food are coming in. So everybody chill out and uh, take care of each other. All right. We're going to be back with more questions. I got to stop at the beer store. You going to give me a hug now? Guess what I'm going to be buying. Uh, not a sanitizer. <laughs> Dave's Corner Garage with your questions till the top of the hour. Do not go away. We say that nicely, too, not in an order directly thereof to speak of. Goodbye. This is the sanitized version of uh, Dave's Corner Garage. And as people were talking to us uh, off, off the air, is that, you know, when this is slowly going to get under control, because Sunnybrook have uh, a group of scientists mm-hmm. have now isolated the gene. So it's going to take a while for the vaccine. But our producer, Carlos, was saying in a couple months, mm-hmm. if not earlier, when allergy season kicks in, can you imagine what some of these drugstores are going to be like between Reactin, Arius, Purell? <laughs> there, was a, there was a couple in BC mm-hmm. who bought a ton of Lysol spray, put it on their Amazon account, and were selling a can of Lysol mm-hmm. for $80. Really? They sold four skids, and Amazon just cut them off this morning. Because they were gouging, eh? Uh, much like other companies are sometimes doing. Yeah, so we'll move toilet, ahead. Toilet paper has gone through the roof. For those who give a, yes, go All right. ahead. Well, you got to go to Burlington now. Nancy's there. She's got a question about, uh, I'm not sure, actually. Nancy, what's your question? Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, I have um, a 2017 Mazda CRX, uh-huh. uh, and I'm having trouble with the dash lights. When I'm driving, um, they'll dim right down. Uh, and my concern is not that the dash lights have dimmed, but the, what, is there a connection with the headlights? There should not be, only in the fact that, you know, once you've turned the headlights on, there is a rheostat, okay? It's it's sort of like a volume control that controls the brightness of the actual dash lights. Um, but uh, how how often do they go up and down? Like, do you, does, does it happen every few seconds, or does it, um, it work good it, for it a couple days? It lasts a few seconds. Um, the colder the car, the less frequent, the longer it dries. Uh, say, I was coming back from Kingston and started to get more pronounced uh, the longer I went. No, you don't notice anything else acting up, like the, the no. radio doesn't make noise or anything like that? No, no, nothing else. All I, I notice is that it dims, dims down. I originally thought it went out, but when I looked, it was just down on very low. Do you know where the, so you, you are aware of where the knob is, where the little control is for that? No. Okay, well, because it's normally on the dash itself, okay, or to the side of it. There'll be a little knob that you can turn, and it'll sh- show plus and minus. Um, on a lot of vehicles, for example, it'll be on the left side of the dashboard, and it just so happens that it's close to something else, and you've, you've moved it by accident. And sometimes oh, it's right okay. beside the actual headlight switch. So try that. So That's what to do is just put your finger on it, see if it'll, you can turn it up and down. Then you know you're at the right one, and then push it to the max, and uh, see how long it lasts. Off but I go. think you should be fine. Thanks for your call, dear. Okay, thank you. You're you know, very welcome. Also interesting too is you, uh, you know, with a relatively new car, mm-hmm. when you uh, it's light sensitive. So if you have your main beams on and inside your car, your dashboard will light up accordingly to the dimness of mm-hmm. of what's going on. Sometimes in my Honda, if I'm driving, it'll the lights are on inside the car, 
that dashboard and everything on the dashboard itself dims. That's because your headlights are on. Why should that happen? Uh, let me ask you something. That I remember. Don't you throw me at the bus? No, I won't. Okay. On the dashboard. <laughs> well, we can talk about cleanliness again. Okay. Um, on the top of the dashboard is a sensor. It's called the sunlight sensor. Okay, so it's looking to see if it's daylight or nighttime. And what I have found is that people will maybe throw a newspaper or a magazine and leave it on top of the dash. And if it's covering that sensor, the car thinks it's nighttime. All the time. You're a genius. I'm not. So what should I do? Uh, you, make sure where, the car's clean on top. Where the hell do you know the sensor Make sure is. you know where the knob is. Like, have a look at the headlight control. Actually, everybody out there should be looking at their headlight control to see how many positions are on it and which position it's actually in. Um, because if it's not in the auto position, it 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 ought to not work uh the way it's supposed to, okay? Or maybe someone shut it off because it does happen I, in self-defense. When the car comes into the shop for us to work on it, um, we don't want your headlights on to kill the battery because sometimes we have to keep the key on. So the guy will actually just turn the headlights off, which right. is an, and but at the same time, he may forget to turn them back to auto afterwards. So I've had customers come in and say, you know, I was just in the shop and now my headlights don't work. It's because they were just shut custom, off. Do all your customers talk that funny? Well, not really. All right, we got Bob on Ooh, the line. Oh, you got to squeeze this one in, Bob, because we have 30 seconds. Bob, you got a squeaking steering wheel, right? This is a real squeaker. Okay. Is it squeaking on top or down at the bottom? Uh, right up underneath the steering wheel. Uh, I tried a little bit of fluid there, but it doesn't seem to get in. Like, it squeaks when you turn it back and forth. So I was wondering if I could lubricate it somehow, maybe a rubber gasket or something in there rather than take it off. Well, you could certainly try it. I mean, you could pick up a can of Crown. You could try that. It comes with a little nozzle, like a little straw. Um, you don't want to spray a ton of it in because there is some electrical things in there that could mess up a bit. Um, but I want to make sure to get that done. Um, the other thing that maybe want to check down the road, too, is if your horn is working properly because a lot of times the contacts inside of this start to mess up. So your horn will stop working. Uh, your radio controls may not be working because everything has to go through that contraption, which we call a clock spring. A clock spring? A clock spring. That sounds like something from uh, <laughs> Julie Andrews' movie. <laughs> well, I no. have a little clock spring here, Zynard. Well, did you ever take the back of a watch off and you see there's a big thing that's wound around and wound around? Yeah. Well, that's the same kind of thing as inside of it. It's a clock watch. Because you have to turn your steering wheel backwards and forwards, correct? So you need a device in there that will take that electrical information and pass it from the buttons on the wheel down to the car's computer. Hark, I, I think I hear a song coming up shortly. <laughs> the world is alive with the sound of music. All right, listen, we want to thank everybody who's taken the time out from their busy morning. Oh, oh, oh quickly, quickly, quickly. To call in. If, oh, if you sure. have a Toyota Corolla, a Toyota of any kind that's been built in the last two years, please call your dealer and make sure it's not part of the recall campaign because the cars die and then you're stuck. And we don't you hate go. when that happens? We have to go. Okay, goodbye. Bye. This is Roy, and we got a Just a Minute feature coming up. We will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. And Be thank safe. Carlos. He did a good job. Carlos Santana. Way to go, my man. Hey, you the man. Oy ve como va. <laughs> See you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.